Welcome to Faith Builder. We hope that you're blessed by today's program. It is our desire, our aim. The reason why we make the effort is to be an encouragement and a blessing to the listener. If you have any questions, we would love to hear from you. Any topics you'd like us to cover or maybe someone you would like us to interview. Um, send me an email at pastor at springridgechurch.com and thank you for tuning in. Hello. For a few minutes today, I'm going to talk to you about the concept of identity. In the Bible, the very first book that was written, though it's not in the front of your Bible, it was written before the book of Genesis. It's the book of Job. And the very first verse tells us there was a man who lived in the land of us, whose name was Job. And the Bible says that his defining characteristic was that he feared God and eschewed evil. That was his identity. And he was respected. I would say to you, he was respected by his family. He was respected by his friends. He had respect even from the devil. And he was respected by God because he had an identity that he was a man that feared God and eschewed evil. And from that, we know that he was blessed. He was not just blessed in, in material ways, but he was blessed from being spared a lot of the trouble that the rest of the world had to deal with. Uh, the Bible tells us that uh, after telling us about Job and the things that he possessed, about his family, the Bible says that... Uh, he was constantly making prayer and intercession for those that he cared about, his family specifically, because he understood the nature of flesh. The scene changes, and we see God, we see the angels, and we see Satan. And there's a conversation between Satan and God, and uh, the the Lord suggests to Satan that, uh, you know, ha- have you checked out my... Job, you know, that guy that fears me and and avoids everything to do with you. And uh, uh, Satan says, well, he don't serve you for nothing. He only serves you because you bless him. Uh, Take his stuff away and he'll curse you. God says, "Mm, no, that don't sound like the guy I know. And so uh, the Lord, you know, basically takes the, the devil's challenge and said, okay, just don't touch his body. And so what follows is absolute catastrophe for Job. He loses almost everything. And the conclusion, the response of Job when he finds out all the bad things that have happened, the Bible says he praised the Lord. And he said, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And I can just see God, God's like, that's that's my that's that's Job. He fears God. He eschews evil, and I imagine the devil was mad. So another day happens. Same uh, God is there in heaven with uh, the sons of God, the angels, and Satan himself shows up, and uh, the Lord says again, "Hey, uh, how's Job doing?" And, and the devil says, "Let me touch his body. He will curse you." The Lord says, "Okay." Just don't kill him. 
So the devil goes and 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 afflicts him from the top of his head to the sole of his feet with with boils. And 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 Job is in a bad way. Job's in such a bad way that his his wife says, "Job, we hate to see you suffer. Just curse God and die." And Job said, uh, "No, no, uh, I will not curse God." And he again gives the Lord praise. And what follows the next forty-one chapters. Uh, you read a conversation between Job and his friends and, and finally God in the conversation. But this is the first book that was written. And, and I would say to you, this first book that was written, there is, there is this concept of identity. And it's something I, I would like to just, just kind of talk about for a minute. You know, Job was in constant intercession. The Bible tells us that he constantly was making sacrifices, praying for his those he loved. And he did that because he understood the nature of flesh was, was prone to do things that would open up a door, an access for the devil to come and cause havoc. It was what it's what where the hedge came from. The hedge came from prayer. Prayer was building a hedge. The blessing came from the prayer and all this stuff. This attitude of a man that feared God and shoot evil. This was his identity. And his identity wasn't something that he was assigned. It was his identity as something that he, he, it was his programming. It was the code that, 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 that defined him. He feared God and, and, you know, and he eschewed evil. You want to be blessed. Figure out how to live a life that fears God and eschews evil. And I would say to you, the more that you walk with with a mindset that says, I fear God and I'm going to avoid evil. What is it that I can uh, bring into my life that honors God? And what can I ex- expel from my life that 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 honors evil? And and in this pursuit, one of those things that were product of, of Job's programming is, is he was in constant prayer. Prayer, not just for himself. I'm sure he prayed for himself, but he prayed for those he cared about. He cared for his family. And, and, and this, this, this hedge that was built through his constant prayer. I believe Job was a man that, that he understood. I know where my help comes from. I know where the butter for my bread comes from. I know where my bread comes from. He walked with a revelation. He walked in a spirit of worship that said, I am going to walk in a way. I'm going to do the things God loves, and I'm going to abstain. I'm going to avoid. I'm going to do everything in my power to stay away from things I know that offend God. Evil. I'm going to eschew it. And 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 so I would say to everyone that that's watching this or hearing this today, I would say to you, you do you want to be blessed? You need to figure out what you can do, how you can live, how you can talk, how you can dress, how you can comport yourself in your life that God would say, uh, I, yeah, yeah, they're honoring me in every way. And you know what? God will bless it. But there is a second component to righteousness. Righteousness isn't just the activity 
of what you do. It is the abstention of what you shouldn't do. It is the abstaining. It's the separation from the things of the world. Jesus said, uh, uh, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Because if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. You know, I'm going to say this and I'll be done. Uh, there, There is intended to be a distinction between, let's say, Christians and Satanists. There should be a, a very stark line to say, yes, that is a devil worshiper and that is a Jesus worshiper. Sadly, now this isn't this isn't a broad brush. I would just say in general, there are too many people. You would find very few distinctions between what a Satanist would listen to, what a Satanist would wear, what a Satanist uh, would say, what what a Satanist would uh, 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 allow in their life, allow their children to do, and what a believer does, says, thinks how they raise their children, the music they listen to. And and here here that's kind of that's that's that that's that's you have rebellion and I would say in this this way for a believer they are either ignorant of the need to do and not to do certain things or they are ambivalent. And rebellion, ignorance, and ambivalence has the same result. If you want to be blessed, it's not going to happen accidentally. As we see demonstrated in the life of Job, he was a man that feared God and he eschewed evil. Now you see this; these principles. This is not a standalone principle. Jesus said... Uh, in in his sermon on the mount, he said, "Many will come to me in that day, and he'll they'll say, Lord, Lord, did we not do this? Did we not do this?" But Jesus said, "Depart from me, ye that work iniquity." So they were not judged positively simply because they did something good. They were judged negatively because of what they didn't do, what they did, and they weren't supposed to do. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Now, you want to study, for those of you that don't want to be ignorant or ambivalent, study what it means to have iniquity in your life. I'm going to give you the, the short answer, but go study it out. Iniquity is self. Self-will, self, uh, self, what you want to do. Jesus said, if anybody wants to be my disciple, they must first deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. That's 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 what Job did. He was honoring God and eschewing evil. And at the end of the day, when we pursue what God has for our life, that means we're going to love what God loves. We're going to hate what God hates. We're not going to be rebellious. We are not going to allow ourselves to be ignorant. And we're not going to be ambivalent. It's about our programming. You know, there's a lot of people say, well, I believe this, I believe this, but it never affects the way they live. They have a, they have like a, a, a plaque on the wall belief. They have a bumper sticker on the car belief, but it doesn't really affect. They, they don't live differently. 
They don't dress differently. They don't listen to different kinds of music. They don't watch different kinds of programming. They don't tweet different kinds of tweets. That that their life and and an atheist or an unbeliever or even a Satanist, the way they live their life, there's no difference. They say, Well, I believe this, but but here's the thing, it's we must understand true evil. We, you know, we're approaching Halloween, but true evil is not uh, witches and 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 uh, uh, curses. Those things are evil, no doubt. But but the environment where evil happens is simply the glorification of self, self, self will. That's what caused Satan to become the devil. Was when he said, "I will." Regardless of the fact he knew that he wasn't supposed to, that he's not God, he decided he was just, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to put myself in a position that God's supposed to be in. I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's where a lot of people are. They may have a, they may, they, they may have a cross on their neck, but their attitude, it might as well be a pentagram. Oh, I know that's tough. You know, these words may be somewhat provocative. That's not my intent. I I want to provoke you to good works. I want to provoke you to prayer. I want to provoke you to study your word. I want to provoke you to potentially repent of your sins and turn from your wicked way and seek the face of God because we're living in in challenging times. And and if if believers ever truly got a grip on themselves, they need to get a grip on themselves now. So, identity. Who are you? Uh, we we could look at the life of Job and and know that the scripture actually says the Lord said of Job, he is a perfect man. Now, I what does that mean? I would say to you, a person that is pursuing righteousness may not hit. A hundred or an A every day, but we're aiming for a hundred and an A every day. Because righteousness is a pursuit. Holiness is a pursuit. Uh, uh, having a life of prayer is a pursuit. Walking in faith is a pursuit. It is a daily pursuing God. Chasing after God, walking in the presence of God, being led by the Spirit of God. Jesus said, as many as are led by my Spirit, they are the sons of God. And so the, the, the great challenge today is it's easy for people to look at the Satanists and say, oh, they're so rebellious. But rebellion, ambivalence, and ignorance have the same result. And many will come to him that day and say, Lord, Lord, did we not do this? And Jesus will say, depart from me, ye that work iniquity. You did what you wanted to do. You served me how you wanted me to. I'm going to say this and I'll be done. Cain and Abel. Go study this. Cain and Abel. They both had faith. They both worshiped God. They both made sacrifice. But only one of them's worship was accepted. Abel gave God his first and gave God his best and gave him something that was precious, the life of the lamb. He gave him the firstlings of his flock and God respected the worship of Abel. Cain gave in the process of time some fruit from the field. He just, hey, hey God, I, you know, here it is. Take it. The Lord warned 
angry Cain, said, hey, Cain, why are you angry? If you will do right, you will be blessed. In fact, you'll be so blessed that, that, that Abel will serve you. But rather than following the example, this is what pleases God. He, he tried to silence the voice of sincere worship because he's going to serve God how he wanted. Give God what he wanted to give God when he wanted to give God. And God just have to take what I give him because that's all he's getting. And, and, and Cain was cursed. And sadly, we live in a day where there's a lot of people who, who are like Cain. They truly do have faith. They do make sacrifice, but they walk in a spirit of iniquity, much like Cain. And sadly, like Jesus told us, many will come to me in that day and will say, Lord, Lord, did we not do many great works in your name and the Lord will say depart from me ye that work iniquity it's all about programming you know uh, Peter and Judas they both failed God but Peter repented as in oh God I don't want to do that again and Judas took his life because Somewhere along the line, though they heard the same teaching, they saw the same miracles, they walked with the same Jesus. One was motivated by self, for self. He sold Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. Money he was going to put in his pocket. Self. Where's Peter? Peter, we see, he even gave his life unto death. And the bottom line is, we have to recognize there are times we've got to repent. And so this is this is my challenge. If you find yourself you've been rebellious towards God, towards his word, if you have been ignorant and you realize, hey, maybe there's nothing different in my life than other people. I say I'm saved and they don't even care and I'm not living any different, maybe I do I not care? Or maybe you you you're just ambivalent. You say, I, you know, you know, you know the taglines. You judge yourself. Judge yourself. You say, well, preacher, you can't judge me. I I don't want to judge you. But I can say you need to judge yourself because there's coming a day. The Bible says we will be judged for the things that we did in our body, for every idle word. And if you really know want to, want to know where evil comes from, it all started in the garden. Adam and Eve, it all started with disobedience. They didn't believe God would judge their disobedience. And, and every evil thing that exists in the world today had its roots in two of God's children doubting, disobeying, and discounting that God would not judge them. And even to this day, the God of all flesh is judging men and women because they doubt and discount the word of God. And that is the root where evil flourishes. And I don't want that in my life. And I'm sure if you've made it this far through this video, you don't want it in your life either. So God bless you. Hope you have a great day. And uh, that that's, that's what I want my identity to be. Over the next few weeks, I'm actually doing a study. I'm on, it's a series on identity. 
And I'm going to talk about doctrine, biblical truth, but not just something that I believe, but something that motivates me forward. It's my identity. I believe it, and that I believe it so deeply, it it is the program that runs in my life. It is the passion in which I am pursuing, and that's that's what I desire. So God bless you. Uh, I encourage you, if this blessed you, uh, if you wouldn't mind figuring out a way to share this. If you're just on a podcast, send it to somebody. Send it in your text messages. Subscribe. If it's the video, uh, you know, comment, share where you're watching this from. And, um, you know, help us spread the word. Maybe if it spoke to you, it would speak to someone else in your life that you love, that you're praying for. And maybe it's our prayer. It would make a difference. Faith Builders. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. It is our intent and our desire that you would be edified and encouraged through the program today.